Oh, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. Thanks for joining. Hi, Rich Chasler. Sarah Halstead, soon to be Chasler. Um, oh, are we? We haven't really discussed that. Am no. I? Oh, boy. Yeah? Am I, I'm taking your name? You don't have to. Well, I In mean. Fact, it costs. Well, I, I like your name. It's just that I've had Halstead for a long time. I'm not going to say how long. But oh, 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 I know what I'll do. Um, I'll screw up the algorithm right now regarding my age. I've had my last name for 35 years. You told me you were 28. Did you get that, Google? 35 years. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, what are we drinking? Uh, today we're drinking Today we're drinking Malbec, which we haven't had on the show, actually. I don't think we've had a Malbec. No, and this is made by uh, Nieto Senatiner. Uh, yes. If I'm pronouncing that correctly. I, I think you are. It's phonetic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nieto Senatiner. Okay. Well, I'm, Tiner, Senatiner. I'm, you chose this wine, and I'm I glad you did. I did choose this wine. Uh, and this is um, this is a um, uh, this is a wine out of Mendoza. Correct. Mendoza, I think Men, they say. Men, Men, Mendoza. Mendo- no, Mendoza, because it's not in Spain. It's in, in Argentina. 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 We're really, which is where some of the great Malbecs do come from. Yeah, although it's, it's a great. French grape, a lot of people don't know that. It's a grape that originated out of Bordeaux. Correct. Yes. It's actually the fifth Bordeaux varietal, but uh, it made its way over to uh, Argentina, and now they're growing some of the world's best Malbecs in Orange in Argentina. You know, I find it um, very interesting and complex, just like our guest. Today. Yes. <laughs> How's that actually, for a segue? This is actually a very interesting, <laughs> complex wine. A very yeah. complex guest yeah. we have here on Drinking he During Business a, Hours. Yes, he has a, a fine, round body. He's just a, he's great nose, <laughs> which means he smells nice. Beautiful color. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful color. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Justin Wade yes. is in the studio today. Justin Wade. Justin. A little smoky. I like to add a little smoky in there. He, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. a little you bit of smoke, little smoke, but, but not smoke and mirrors. Uh, can we try Just this? Smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah cheers. Sunday. All you want. We got a whole bottle. You you said that you liked red, so this is this, this is, is pretty for you, rush. Justin. This is like blackberry mm-hmm. pie and dark sugar plum. Yeah, yeah. Some mocha mm-hmm. in there. And, oh, I'm getting all of that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, this it's, is actually it's sweet. It's, it's got a lot of... Yeah, it does. Yeah, from the blackberry fruit. Yep, it's got a lot of fruit Plum. in that. It yeah. kind of reminds mm-hmm. me, and, and if I may say, Manischewitz. Just a tiny... Yes. little bit oh, of Oh, man, you shove it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Manischma. I, I <laughs> that for, should be a new one. I forgot you're you're half Jewish. I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish adjacent. Jew- right. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was raised by a pack of Jews, so... Awesome. So half my family... Yeah. We could say you Jewish by injection, but you happily have a decent stepdad. Right. So yes. it's more association. Yeah. I just came back from a tri mitzvah. Really? Do you yeah. tell. Tri mitzvah is two bat mitzvahs, one bar mitzvah. Oh, all how in cool. one day. All in one day. Oh, I was love that. So, and they had a female rabbi. I, I don't know why that sounds exhausting. It, but I, I mean, what, I don't know anything about it. I'm well, a bad Jew, I'm I half have, Jewish. Don't know a lot about it. I have six. Uh, I have. I have six nieces and nephews. Four of them girls, two of them boys. Okay, right. so, so imagine going to six bar, four bot, bot mitzvahs, two bars. Two bars. So that you know a lot about this. Yeah. So I, I'd have to, and, and they're all in Toronto. Are they fun? I, oh, well, that's cool. You get to go home. Yeah, it was cool. Well, Montreal is more my home, but Toronto, Canada, 
Right. Toronto's boring. Sorry. Oh, really? It's clean. <laughs> Sorry. I like it's Toronto. Good, yeah, good restaurants. Clean. Uh, yeah. yeah. Very clean. There's I, an I amazing kinda, deli, actually. It. There's a great Jewish deli in Toronto. And Which one is that, actually? Yeah. Um, I've only been there once, and if you give me a minute, I'll remember the name. Well, I like one of the Schwartz's in Montreal. Schwartz's is like the place. In oh, Montreal that's the that shit, right? That's the shit. I heard that's about the that. Shit. And I like the Chinatown in Toronto. I get foot uh, reflexology. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Why do you go to Toronto? Um, I was there for a wedding. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a while ago. I thought and, you went there just for the reflexology. Well, that that too, but because, <laughs> because I'm from Michigan, so far. Toronto was kind of like a vacation for my family because it was kind of close to go. Okay. It was like an exotic destination without breaking the bank because right. we were in Detroit. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. still That's right. Yeah, yeah. Across the bridge. Across Bam. the bridge. Yeah. And I could Good drink movie. at 18. You know could. what I'm saying? Yes. <sighs> Everybody did I, that. Everybody in Michigan came over to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, you're like, God They're damn like, it. Another yeah. Michigan. It was like white slavery. Oh, yeah. Just, like, on, let's go. We got to go. Like, more like white trash. <laughs> more, white trash slavery. <laughs> yeah. Just, we got to go to Toronto. There you was knew, a comedy you knew club. They were from actually, Detroit. There was a comedy club that a guy named Leo DeFore used to own. And when you would work Detroit, you would get booked at that other club and you would have to go over the water. Over the water. And he, yeah. And Leo was this really cool guy. And he would always tell you whatever you do, don't bring any weed with you. Right. All right. I'll get it for you when you yes. get here. Yeah. Because yeah, you can get a big trouble. Yeah. I, I had. I a, heard a lot of. I heard a lot of. They actually made a movie about that. I got in big trouble yeah, once. He got in you big got trouble. caught. It's... I got caught going uh, from Sarnia. In Sarnia, I was going from Michigan back to New York. Uh. And I'd never done the drive from Michigan. Crossing over to Canada, driving all the way across Canada, and then coming down where Niagara Falls is, and driving down to the city. Yeah. And one of the guys I was working with, I was like, I think I was still an opening act back then. So this is like 1989, maybe, 1990. Right. And uh, I had a little gift uh, for my buddy in New York who let me use his car for seven weeks to go on the road. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I had a little oh. gift. It okay. wasn't green, right? It was worse. It was worse. It was. Uh, it was. It was. It, a, was, it, was, it was a sheet of acid. Close. It was. It was a fish. It was a little bit of that cocaine, powdery, oh, powdery right. pearl no, substance. The, yes. It was, yeah. Do you know what? Back then, the cocaine was good cocaine, and it was Did not only kids, no. right? But it was also a misdemeanor in Canada. Right. Yeah, but oh. I did get I did get stopped at the border, and all I remember is the the other comic who said to me, "Well, when you do this and you get to the border, they're going to ask you where you're going and what you do." Yeah. Don't tell them you're a comedian or in show. Tell them you're yes. a Bible salesman. Tell them you're a teacher. Yeah. Tell them anything you want. So I pulled up to the thing. The guy was like, uh, "Where are you coming from?" I said, "Michigan." Now the car had New York plates on it. He goes, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm going to New York." He goes, oh, and what were you doing in Michigan? Well, I was working. What do you do? And he's doing this with a smile on his face, nice, uh, Oh, nice Canadian guy. And what do you do? Yeah. I go, oh, uh, I'm in show business. He goes, oh, you're in show business? And he takes out this long sheet of paper, starts writing on it, put it on my windshield, and goes, pull it over there. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> and that was it. There's nothing worse than getting pulled over at the border. I have been pulled over at the border. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's intense, right? It's like <clears throat> sweaty palms. So, and yeah. I, I, it and was, you're in another country. Yeah. And you're in another country. I got, I got pulled over. I was coming in from Montreal and I was trying to get across into New York. Mm-hmm. I had just signed with a modeling agency at the mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. and I got accepted to Lee Strasberg. Nice, and that's I a really have, big accomplishment. Yeah, and I didn't have my, but I didn't have my paperwork, and I had mm. like H one visa waiting for me <laughs> in the states. But I had to like, I already had an apartment, I already had to get across, I already had all these things set up, so I had to get across. So one night, I go, I jump on the Greyhound bus, and I get pulled over. They, they're like. Where are you going? I'm going to New York for how long? Uh, weekend. Dude, you're carrying two fucking pieces of luggage. Right. Like, oh, what are boy. you? Like, you know, are you going, oh, are you going to perform as a drag magician? queen? Is this like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, how many costumes are you wearing? And so I got pulled over. I got sent back. They oh. took you off the bus. They took me off the bus. <laughs> they took me off the bus. Okay. You know how shit it is to be taken off a bus oh, and then man. sent back at like 11, 12 midnight and have to go back to Montreal. You arrive there at well, like three in the morning. Think about the quality of people that are on the Greyhound bus. And if they and the ones that are off, going back. Right. And that's they, the worst of they, the worst. But they like, kick off the model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like nonsensical. Yeah. You know? I was like bad fish <laughs> on a ship. You couldn't start. Pretty, struck him out. It was pretty Just ugly. Tell him who, the, who you were. It's Lee Strasberg. So the next day, I call up my friend Kevin, and I'm like, yo, Kev. And he's my my small little five-foot-one Lebanese friend. And I'm like, yo, Kev, man. I got to get into New York. I just need you to drop me off in Vermont and I'll just take the bus from there. I'm good. <laughs> Kevin drives like this white four-door BMW. And he was like, okay, bro, no problem. So we tried the two of us, right? And I told him, I said, Kev, and I repacked my bags. I had a blue and a, and a green bag. And I said, Kev, the green bag is yours. The blue one's mine if they ever pull us over. Right. Oh, we boy. get there. They see Kevin, a little Lebanese dude, oh, me fucking shit. with this big ass afro. And they're oh, like, in a BMW. Nigga, nigga, get over. Oh, <laughs> so we get yeah. pulled over. They separate us. The guy. Takes Kevin to the back of the car. I'm in the office with a woman that looks like she should be baking pies, not uh, immigration, right. you know, uh, border patrol. I got Hi. taken in that office. She, and they're always so sweet. So She's nice. smiling. So where are you from? Right. <laughs> oh, and where are you off to? Right. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> right? Yeah. And Kevin is by the car, and they make him pop the trunk. Uh-oh. And they're like, which is your bag? And Kevin's like, it's the green one. And I, I had a trench coat in there. Now I'm six one. Kevin is five one. <laughs> they open, he goes, open so he up the bag. The, the officer says, officer says, open up the bag. Kevin opens up the green bag. He pulls out a trench coat, and the officer holds it up to Kevin. It's taller than he it's is. It's taller than him. <laughs> he looks like the Hamburglar in it. Right. And they're like, whoop whoop. They impounded his car. And they sent us both back again. I had to pay oh. all this money to get Kevin's car pulled out. Yeah. They, wow. I had rent paying. It's they they took my road nightmare. money in order to they bail myself in the car out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. They are shitty. They're very shitty. shitty. I can't believe they're you doing stole. doing their job. But, you know. but they're keeping you there. Like, yeah. I can't, you know, they they didn't want you to leave. The worst part was we had to get a ride back and there wasn't a bus for hours. <laughs> okay. And who comes back from Vermont? Because we used to go to Vermont all the time with our family. Right. 
is my first girlfriend, the one that I lost my virginity to, Sarah Lank. Sarah She'll Lank. like this story. And she's coming back, and she always has, like, her, her new boyfriends are always, like, tall and gorgeous and prettier. It's like the, it was like the ah. James Spaders of every John Hughes <laughs> right. movie. Like, go fuck I yourself. Wanna, I right. want to watch this rom-com. And, and we she, can get Ashton Kutcher right. and Reese Witherspoon yeah. to play oh your my God. characters. It was like, it was, this was like Chris Hemsworth driving a, 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 a convertible Saab. Oh, Shit. please, darling. Yeah. Muffy. Yeah. Muffy. This was, like, 90, 92, 93. And uh, and she stops and she's like, oh, Justin. And I'm like, fuck. And I see her at the border. And I was like, Sarah, can my friend Kevin and I get a ride back with you? And so we're sitting in the back. And you know, Sobs is like a two-door. Right. I'm 6'1". So I'm in the back. The back seat is terrible. And I'm like, thank you so much for the ride. <laughs> it was bullshit. What are the chances of that? Yeah. The girl that you broke your virginity with, you yeah. run into at the border when you're in up a shit creek. Yeah. And she's got to pretty much bail you out, like physically. Yeah, you know? physically bail me out and drive me back with her. Um, Chris Hemsworth's Thor right. like in his boyfriend. Sob 900 well, convertible. Sob 900 convertible where I can't even please tell me you slept with her again uh, both of them yeah <laughs> I sucked his dick and, yeah. <laughs> and she watched and then her, oh, I was crying something yeah, just yeah, yeah. yeah oh my goodness oh, so horrible I'm, I'm really this is like such a bonus for me to have you here because I've known you for a minute yeah but we've never really I don't really know you, you know, yeah. like we have, we've never really, we, we see each other at a lot of the same get togethers yep. and, and I know you're great and we've been in lineups and you're, all I know is you're wildly talented you. to the point where it's a little annoying because you're so talented and it looks like you don't really try. It's just like, no. na- it's like this innate talent that you have. I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> I can do better. But, I can do more of it. <laughs> man, but I, yeah, that's all I know. It's just that you're fun. You have charisma for years and years and years and, and you're talented, but I don't know. You know, so you're you're born and raised in Montreal. Born and raised in Montreal. Um, born and raised to a uh, to a jazz musician, uh, father, yeah. and a model. Uh, what do you call uh, beautician people? Okay. Who, a beauty, right? A, a beauty, makeup person. Makeup person. Right. And, and my I'm mother. S- I'm sorry about your mom's passing. That was recent. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, it was about time. It, she had to go. It was. Right. I was like, mom. You, mm. you can go now. Yeah, <laughs> you, you like cancer. Go. No, well, she had a little bit of that. It was funny. She had every little ailment that you can think of, but a little bit of everything. It was like a, it, right. it was like a melange of what do you have next? <laughs> so she had been suffering. It's time to play name that yeah, illness. Yeah, name that illness. <laughs> and she, I mean, it was like that scroll, you right. know, like. And uh, mm. it was a checkoff list of everything. But I told her, I was like, yeah, you gotta. I go, mom, you gotta go. You know, and she was like, "Okay, yeah," and then she went. Sometimes they people really do need. Yeah, to they hear hold. It they're there. holding on. Yeah, they need permission. Yeah, they need yeah. permission. And she held on. Yeah. She held on over the pandemic, but that was my mother. My mother had like nine, thirteen, fifteen lives. Like mm. this woman was insane, and she's notorious. I mean, it's like. It's, she's known around Montreal for having so many lives. Right. Or people are like, oh my God, Bonnie? Psh, nothing's going to ever get her. Well, she was drop-dead gorgeous. Yep. I saw the photos. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. She looked like a glamorous woman. You know, I was just looking at a picture of her and with her and her friends, and it felt like yesterday was with my godmother. Right. And it was like, it was so glamorous, and it was literally like yesterday. 
but it was so glamorous. But it, it's like what, time fleeting. Fleeting goes. Yeah. It's a fucking it window, man. Isn't it though? It goes. Yeah. So we're just like, mm. hey, I just turned fifty-two. I'm I'm making the most of whatever the it's, hell it's I can. Time well, you, you it's time to go. You look great. It's time to go. It's, you can go. Yeah. After this mailbag, fifty-two. You can go. <laughs> just wait until our, our the interview uh, is finished. There's, there's You're gonna help our on, analytics. Yeah, there's nothing on the other side of fifty-five. Right. I'm just letting you yeah. know that. It's, Yo, when I'm eighty, I'm gonna go rob a bank. Right. I've you always know? dreamed. If I can of make it as a black like, man, you know, I'm gonna go rob a motherfucking I actually, bank. I actually wrote a movie about that. It's called Robin Good. Robin Good. And I have the script, Robin and it's Good. about a guy oh, who that. finds out he's. Dying of terminal cancer. And so he goes out and wants to do all these things he never did before. Yep. Like live his bucket list. Um, so he does all of that and it's still not enough. And he decides he's going to rob a bank. So he robs a bank and he donates the money to a cancer research center and decides that that's how he's going to live the rest of his life. That's dynamite. I love that's that. That's a good script. That's a great script. Good. Go yeah, Robin Good. That's a mm -hmm. good one. So, okay. So... Getting to your dad. Now, I do know a little bit about your dad because you're very open yeah. in your sets. You really talk about your life. Mm -hmm. And you have this set, man, where you talk about your dad. Yeah. And it is like the kind of set that you, you don't forget. It's unforgettable. Like, mm -hmm. I was laughing for days right. thinking about that. scoop a doop a doop Can you kind of talk yeah. about that? Well, Alfie is um okay alfie is a is 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 a is a father he's a horrible father okay he was never a dad mm. he was a jazz musician he um he was born in montreal mm -hmm. speaks fluent french very mm. very charming always wore the nicest clothes right. even the prime minister of canada back in the back in the day uh, justin trudeau's father pierre trudeau even knew who he was alfie wow started well he managed one of the first discotheques in montreal back in like 69 70. really yeah so it was called le vieux raffiot which is the old dutch ship mm -hmm. and um people just knew who he was and then he was also known as a jazz musician but like a like a like a like a small time jazz musician. And somebody called me like three years ago and, was like, and they called from France and they're like, we, oui, hello, bonjour. Uh, my name is uh, Jean-Pierre, whatever French typical name. I'm looking for a man by the name of Alfie Wade. He's a jazz musician in Canada. And I was like, oh. I was like, you want his information? I'll give you his email. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. So, he was <laughs> so, so of, yeah. Yeah. So, Alfie, um, he left when I was one. And then I went to go live with him when I was seven. Ooh. From seven to 10 in Harlem, New York. Ooh. So I lived on 136th Street between, uh, what was that, Frederick Douglass and Adam Clayton Jr. Oh, nice. And, yeah, right, right down the, the street. neighborhood. Yeah. Well, it's nice now. It's nice now. Yeah, it's, back it's, then it was yeah. not so yeah. nice. Yeah. Actually, it was. It was, was actually it? beautiful. I mean, yeah, it was considered a, a neighborhood, but I mean, it depended on what shade of the color wheel you were right. on ah, right <laughs> you right know? you did i right, like harlem so. i've always yeah. liked it uptown, well i always I, the architecture is beautiful i love yeah. those buildings but i think per your point it could be uncomfortable if you're 
Oh yeah. White yeah. in that area yeah, yeah. back then. Even being light skinned as, as, as much yeah. as I was. Say, even, yeah. It was it was, you know, some people had to like come up and I'd be like, Hey, how you doing? And they'd be like, Um, this motherfucker, he's all right. <laughs> but we lived in New York. Uh, I lived with him for three years. Um, it was a very, very abusive relationship. Mm. He he ruled with an iron fist. Mm. And then I eventually ran away from New York mm. to Canada. And that was a time when you can go back and forth on a plane, right? And, you know, when you were a kid, and you know, like, hey, kid, you want to see the cockpit? Come on, here. Right. They give throw you the thing, the wings, wings and, <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. It was to catch me if you can. Kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was literally the first to catch me if you can. Uh, different strokes. Because <laughs> then I went to move to, to Canada, yeah, right? And right. My stepfather, Jewish stepfather, who pretty much looked like Mr. Drummond. Oh my goodness. And I had three stepsisters and a whole family. I had a Bubby and Zadie and right. I'm opening the door for Elijah and reading oh, the four questions, wow. rubbing the mezuzah, uh, oh, going looking for the Afakoman, Ilu Hotsi Hotsionu, Hotsionu Mim Mitzchayim. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I jumped right into that. I mean, that was just wild. It fit you. It fit me. But... Mm. You know, like, you know, the relationship with my father, especially for comedy, took a long time for me to talk about. Mm. Yeah. And I think that was the part that was like, once I was able to get over that, then, you know, hey, man, hey. And he, you know, he has this raspy talk. Hey, man, hey, brother Justin, how you doing? So, 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 so. And everything he would say was always in scat. Right. And I'm not kidding. And, you know, there's bits like I do on stage that are not really jokes they're facts you can tell you know like there's i'm not i couldn't make that up like he would walk and talk for hours and i wouldn't know where we were going and then i one time i just turned to him and i said where the fuck are we going and we walked <laughs> literally from downtown montreal all the way to westmount park which is a long it was just yes. like a like a good three to four mile walk wow and all he was doing was talking about, hey, man, you know, because the business is the business. And so do they do, do baby. And hey, you know, let me tell you something, Justin. You know, and it was always like, let me tell you, let me tell you. And yeah. I was like, you're talking. You don't have to tell me anything. Just speak. And then finally I turned to him and I said, where are we going? And he looked at me and he said, I don't know. I was following you. Wow. And I was just like. Shit. So, it was like a fucking another universe. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I don't get this. Was he eccentric or mental illness or on drugs or he was he who's not a drinker. He wasn't on drugs. He he it wasn't mental illness. He just, was very he's very coherent. He's he's got his just he's very eccentric. He's he is yeah. an artist. He's got his his thumb on the pulse of the world. He is very smart. So he's around still. He's 90 and he's still around. And now he's sending me stuff. Like, I, I prefer if he just sent me stuff like, hey, this is what happened with your grandmother, bump, 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 when she moved from Montserrat. Right. You know, instead he was like, oh, there's uh, young girls being uh, trafficked uh, in downtown Los Angeles. Look out for your daughter. He's on yeah, the next city. door. <laughs> yeah, the guy next door. I don't like to that app. I got this. Uh, you know, thank right. you. Meanwhile, but, tell me more about our past. You right. Know? But maybe that's his way. You know, I don't know. That's yeah, you know, it's that is so yeah, interesting. When you're ninety. It's really yeah. true. You can't. 
I mean, unless he has like a like a like a, a brush with death and something really shocks him, like bam, hits him in the chest, and he's like, "Okay, so here's what's up, Justin. I'm really sorry for everything that I did before. I love you very much. I was sorry that I was abusive to you and your mother." And uh, now, has, and he, has he ever done that? Uh, he, he did a little bit of it one time when we were talking during the pandemic. Wow. Mm. See, but he made it a lot about. Him, him, right. and, and the pain. But it was it was the beginning. Well, you got lucky there. I mean, we've talked about our dads. Yeah, and you know, my my dad actually, since we had that conversation, my father passed away January thirteenth of this year. Oh, I'm so sorry. Eighty seven. Wow. Died alone. Okay. No friends. Yeah. Barely talked to his kids at all. Yeah. Miserable. Lost all his money, and I mean millions and millions. Lost it all. Yeah. And was just a nasty, mean guy. Mm. You know, we talked about this. And I had said, I don't even know how many years ago, because people have asked me, well, you know, he'll get older and he'll figure it out. And I said, my father will die alone without ever having a coming to Jesus or apologizing to any of his kids for being an abusive guy. You know what I mean? Right. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Well, he you might know. come back as a ferret. He could life. easily, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, hummingbird. I, I mean, I got over. I, I, I got over all that other stuff, yeah. you know, a long time ago. I can talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad for you that at least he had some sort of coherent he coming did. to he, Jesus. He, yeah. And it, and it, and and it was interesting to see how. Look, one of my favorites. One of my favorite comics is Dennis Leary. Sure. And no Cure for Cancer. Yeah. He talks about yeah. Roseanne Barr mm. and how you can't blame your parents after the age of 30. Right. Yep. Straight and up. When I was, uh, when I, and this is around the time that I was a, a busboy at the improv. Mm. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, we got a lot. We'll get we to do. all of it. And, uh, and, and that really hit hard, you know, like what he said, it was like, okay. And, you know, I'm here I am, I'm in the improv and I'm listening to all these these wonderful, wonderful, uh, I want to say jazz musicians, because essentially that's kind of like what we are anyways. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was looking at uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans at the time. It was mm -hmm. Ella DeGeneres, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, Charles mm -hmm. Fleischer, mm -hmm. uh, Rick. Um, Rick. Um, Overton. Overton mm -hmm. was there all the time. and My comedy mentor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he talked about jazz a lot. As a matter mm -hmm. of fact, I would. His father. Serve food, and I would overhear him talking about, "Hey, His comedy dad is, like is Hall Overton. Who's Hall Overton? A major league jazz musician. His dad plays oh, played with everybody. There you and, go. and his mom was a singer with the um, uh, the 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 female singer group that uh, um, it's my body and I'm no, crying. but like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. she was. Uh, yeah." Yeah. Yeah. So wild. Cool. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Then. And Rick plays the harmonica. Okay. Blues harp. And he's right, right. really, he's really, really good. good. We've played music together before. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is a, a lot of um, intrinsic links to comedy and jazz stand up. Yeah. yeah. I find. And, and I even practiced with a metronome early on. And my early, I'm classically trained musician. And, okay. And someone suggested that I practice my rhythm and beats of, um, of my, my premise setup. Yeah. with a metronome. With a metronome, yeah. And I don't know if it worked or not. I did it. Hey, I experiment. Mean, you know, try but there, it. I think there are. Yeah, I think man. there is something there. 
I think so too. Yeah, I think there might be. I mean, look, as a drummer, as a musician, as a lover of jazz, as a Lenny fanatic, you know, um, I definitely think that there's something to be said about the correlation between uh, the rhythms of comedy yeah. and the rhythms of jazz. I'm not saying they're the same. I'm saying that the cadence for each is very parallel, you know what I'm saying, in terms yep. of how it works. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yep. But it also helps with jazz is what's really most important is that, you know, how many how many jams have we been in where, you know, people are playing five different instruments and five different songs at the same time? Right. And really all you're doing is, like, it's the simplest song, but it sounds like there's five different things going on. It's it's a matter of listening. it's what you're doing with the chord progressions, and it's a lot of listening. It's what a conversation you, amongst it's a, conver it's a conversation. Yeah, and like with a metronome, yes, you, know, you can get into like a you know a, a, a rhythm with your da, words da, 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 too, da, da, which da, is da. good. It's just a practice. It's a massaging da, da, a muscle. Da, 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 da. I like exactly. It. I um, you know I listen to. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of John Coltrane now. Mm. You know Ella. We, we, we I opened for John Ella. Coltrane. You did. Wow. Yeah. It's Tell hard about to that. open for musicians. I'm sorry. How? When? Uh, this probably was around 1978. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sarah's I was like, young. Sarah's like 80. I 80, was 80, young. 80? No, I would 89? think. <laughs> not, yeah, right, maybe around then. You took off your training Shortly wheels. Before right, not long before she passed away. Okay. At the Ventura Concert Theater up in Ventura. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How was she? Amazing. She's amazing. Kind, sweet, yeah. funny as shit. Yeah. Funny. Well, you, you kind of have to be to go through everything and, she's been through. Well, yeah. it was hilarious because the way, and I then, I've played at that theater also with my band. Yeah. And the headliner's dressing room is three flights up. So they have to where walk. They have the headliner. And she was like, mm, mm. "No, I ain't walking up no stairs to get to no free food. I buy my own food and sit right back here in right. the wings." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that was literally. You got an elevator? Nope. No, you no. got to walk up them stairs. She was just. She was so funny. Real estate is important. Now, now, yeah. but, but do you play an instrument? Do you? Are you? Yeah, I play you, drums and okay. uh, and I've uh, been dabbling with the bass. Nice. And um, I've had to like, I don't really, I can't read music. Um, and for bass, I have to like learn the song uh, either through tab right, or just repetition. And there's a couple of times, you know, where I've had to like step in and play bass, you know, child, uh, I, Childish Gambino. I had to play him in a concert, you right. know, like. One of the, That's uh, great. It's a couple of songs, actually. That's you know, Stevie Wonder's. Uh, yeah. um, Wish, I wish. I wish. You know, I tell you, uh, reading music is overrated. It, it can really be a crutch. Yeah. It's very, you know, and and I have it. I have a difficult time playing jazz because I'm class, I piano. Oh, okay. She's classically and trained piano player. Really strict yeah. childhood. Why aren't very, you playing piano strict. with the improv? Everyone says that. Everyone She's going says that. To. Oh my god! I'm, I'm working on it. Oh my god! If you're I'm, not doing anything with that, pass it to me. Right. Oh my god! I'm 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 working on it. it it's been advised by just people. That pop like, that cherry. My, yeah, already, I know. Dude. I know. Thank you know you. what? Hold on a second, because you know what? Nobody likes advice. I'm giving you advice, adjacent. <laughs> you know what? 
It's nice that you have that tool. Don't worry about it. You'll, another lifetime. There's really no room for it. In love, I love you. Yeah, and, that's I, and the I tell thing. you, and, and, a, and no a cool story it. quickly because this is about you. But yeah. uh, but I was uh, writing a set and I was getting frustrated. I was by myself and I was at, on the verge of tears. And I said out loud, "What is going to make me stand out? What is because I felt like what I was writing was derivative." And all of a sudden, a ca- my candlestick on top of my piano fell on top of the keys and went. Ding-ding. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, and, and no wind. There was no air conditioner. Yeah. There was no, like, the candlestick fell over. I said, give me a sign. The candlestick yeah, yeah. fell over. That happened about four months ago. Yeah, I'm blushing. So, like, yeah. you know, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I no, got I, I I to do it. Yeah. And I, you know. You know, it's I've always cursed my parents. I'm like, why do I have to be a drummer? Yeah. You can't schlep drums around no. with me to comedy Well, well clubs, you never you know. know. You never know. And I've, I've wanted to. You know, I just celebrated my 37th anniversary doing stand-up on Saturday. It was my Oh, congratulations. And wow. I, I could honestly say years. from about five years in. I was like, how do I get my drums into my act? How yeah. do I do that? And then I'm on the road all the time, and I'm like, how do I get my drums on the road? You know, yeah. And it's like impossible. I could just never find a way to incorporate my drum set into my stand-up. Yeah. You know? There, I mean, if you were to take your drum kit and you were to do it kind of like, uh, what's that band called with the two... Uh, not like white stripes, but even like white stripes, where you know they just put yeah, two people. It was, yeah. It's just two two people, and they put their like I've done that before, actually at the Robin Hood bar. Right, I love that. Place. I've worked yeah. there, and and so I've had the microphone, and the audience is right there, and I, I did it with Amir Khalil. And oh, he yeah. was hosting. I love him. Yeah. I did something with Punky oh, Johnson once to... where she rapped and I played drums for her, like right. Travis Barker style. Right, 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 know, right. Like hardcore stuff. To All you her, need is a snare, a hi hat, and a kick. To her, right. Yeah. To her rapping. And yeah, that yeah. was fun. Yeah, yeah. You so know. you, so there is a way. So and, there's, and, there's, there's a way. Amir is but if great. You, I mean, you got to fill Collins that shit too. Like, if right. you can yeah, 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 yeah. Sing, talk, tell jokes, did, right? While you know hitting a paradiddle, then right. You know, but so I, I not that. I honestly I think Justin Wade, you could do anything. Like anything, you are just one of those talents, man. You were in Rich's show. You've been in my show, but I, and you killed both shows. But you closed Rich's. You were the headliner of Rich's show, and you just like went into this different orbit. Yeah, that was fun. And it's like you were just in the zone. That was fun. And everybody was with you, hanging on to your every intonation. Yeah, that was, it was fun. Remember, it was it was just so. What? Tell I, us Rich about wasn't. how Rich. He was like, yeah, no, I thought it was fine. I was in the back. I, 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 I was just <laughs> waiting. I just wanted to hear Travolta. I was just uh, waiting for Travolta. Yeah, That's you yeah, do. Yeah. And, and yeah. I didn't even know you did impersonations until yeah. that show. And so, so how did you get into stand up comedy? Well, all right, go ahead. Well, um, okay. Well, the first time was uh, I saw Paul Reiser when I was busing in Montreal during Just for Laughs. Um, I was a bus. I had a bow tie, white shirt, and everything. And I saw Paul Reiser, and I was like, "Hey, he's 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 all right." Uh, he wasn't having like the greatest set, but I I truly admire Paul Reiser because I've seen him since. Um, but I was like, "That's interesting." And then when I moved to New York, when I finally got into New York, right, there was a girlfriend of mine that was working at Caroline's. And she was like, why don't you come on down to Caroline's and uh, I'll get you free drinks and food. Oh, she was Jewish? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. Midwest? South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina Jew. <laughs> and, uh, and I saw, I saw uh, Angel Salazar. 
Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. And that's what got me. I, I have to I have to give him a shout out. Yeah. That's what got me into stand up. Mm-hmm. And then I was hooked. And what year is this? This was a ninety four. So the first time I saw Angel was uh February of eighty six when I first started. And he had walked on stage with a giant boom box. Exactly what he did. <laughs> and he's still doing it today. Yeah. By the way, he owns apparently the only boom box. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can get him on eBay. Yeah, for he's the only one. Yeah, you can get him, yeah. But um, yeah, he walked on stage with cut off jean jacket. Yep. Uh, cut off uh, gloves. Yep. Uh, That's his thing. The cut off sleeves. And he's like, check it out, check it out. And I was like, what the fuck? You're allowed to say these things? You're allowed to do that? He's carrying a boom box? Right. And I, th- I was enamored by that. And then I saw Chris Rock and. Mm. No, I'll tell you, you know, and like this is going to sound really funny, but like the first time I saw Chris Rock, you know, and I've always known about him, I was like, uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's just all shit, fuck, nigga, this, nigga, that. Oh. And I was like, ma, ma. And I was just watching him tonight, and like he's like, He's, he's one a, of he's a he's a fucking genius. He's, a genius. he's, he's a one genius. of my favorites of yeah, all time. It's just like I never tire. Of I him. think yeah. he's the fun since Rickles passed. Yeah, I believe that chris rock is the funniest person doing comedy i don't think there's anybody funnier than chris rock i can't i can't say that i think there's i think there's there's um i can't say that there's one i can't i don't believe in any goat you know Mm -hmm. it's It's hard to compare because everyone's so different I'm not going to compare. I'm not him. saying he's the greatest of all time. Right. I'm saying but, today. But he's your favorite. He's, he's I think he's, he's your the favorite. funniest who's guy. He's your favorite. Yeah, who's he's your, your favorite? funniest. Yes, yes, good. Justin, who's your favorite? Well, you the know. Pulse at your heartstrings. Yeah, the one that that really just makes me cry is Richard Pryor. Okay. And right. I mean cry both both with tears of joy and 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 yeah. and, and, and like deep deep sadness. Mm. Uh, I I I would watch his every move. I would, especially when I got like that first flat screen TV of mine. That sure. Was 72 inches at, at, at whatever. I would walk around and follow him and I would, you know, and I'm like looking over and I got the microphone in my hand and I'm looking in the screen and back of me. I would mimic every goddamn move. You know, and right. you do a great impression and, and of I was Richard Pryor. Just like it, just right. made sense. Like everything he said was like, and that's where I got like a lot of my dad's stuff from, is because mm. I was just like, it made, it was, it was. He he wasn't just a comic; he was an actor. Pryor, you know, Pryor, heck yeah, he, he was. you know, he was a real actor, real was, actor. And there was a, and the one thing I love doing is like I like to take a situation myself and and then just make it, you know, have like an improv scene between. Uh, two, three people, and that to me is like that's the funniest. I don't see a lot of people doing that. Like I wanted to do more of it that night, where I was talking to my dad. It was like, mm-hmm. "Where are we going?" Hey, man, and I was like, "No, you know, like talk to me. You know, right. stop talking at me. You know, yeah. that kind of thing." Where we'd have that banter back and forth, which you don't really see a lot of nowadays. Right. Sebastian Maniscalco does it. You know, uh-huh. you know, he throws in a little bit where he's like he's talking to his dad, and then he'll throw. His dad is talking to him, yeah. and then he'll throw in a line. But there's Richard would do going back and forth. Well, my three favorite comedians of all time are Pryor, Carlin, and Lenny, and all three of them yeah. did that type of. They did you know inner conversations. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, and yeah. Lenny was great because Lenny did great impressions too. Yeah, and he uh, he would just run the conversation like, and his bits were like eight minutes and ten minutes long, yeah. like Lenny having a conversation with the Pope. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I got you, you hear it on the records. Right. I mean, it goes on forever. Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, I just had to try getting up on stage, which I think I did in '96. So at this point, you were already acting, though. I was already acting. I'd moved yeah. to LA in 96 and then, um, I moved in LA in 96 and then, yeah, I, I did my first stand up comedy in front of all my friends across the street from toy <laughs> on sunset at a coffee shop. And there was some guy, a Johnny Montana guy that was on before me and he pretty much ruined my set while I was on stage. He interrupted oh. my set while I was on stage oh. and he was like, it, like he literally interrupted and said, guys, I'm leaving right now. In the middle of my like set. anybody cares. Uh, but listen, I've got a, this guy's really great. I, I don't mean any disrespect, but uh, it, it didn't really matter. I mean, if anything, it was just like it added to it like, because my set was shit. I mean, it was right. horrible. I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. And he was like, I, you know, uh, he's he, this guy's doing great. This guy's doing great. <laughs> But we got a show over at Shanana, ba-da-da, da-da-da, uh, ladies get in for free, you know, Bahama Mamas, shocks and all that, you know, like, he was like, pitching his drink. next open mic. He was pitching his oh, next show. wow. And he had his motorcycle cool. helmet in his hand, and I had a microphone, and the only thing that I could think of that I thought was funny was I would swing the microphone close to his face, so every time he would talk... Because the stage was right by the door. So so that was your first experience. So you didn't kill it. Because oh, some people God. kill it the first time. No. I did not. Rich says I, he killed I it. I did, but then I, I ate it. I wonder if that was just Hold in your on. head. I, no, no, no. I, yeah. I, I went up that first <laughs> night, and I had a really good set. But then I ate shit for two years. Like and I kept trying to get back. How did I do that the first time? And for two years, I model. just struggled and struggled mm -hmm. and struggled and struggled. So and you know what? Good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Of course. Because exactly. you know, Thank for everybody goodness. else who's been here, you know, like yeah. fuck you right. if you just hit the ground running. You know, there's no. you know those people well, that just get off the Greyhound bus. There are and they're some like, people. I just booked my first well, national was, commercial, and I've right. just been here yeah, a week. Exactly. That Ashton Kutcher did that. Ashton Kutcher got to L.A. And he had done some small time modeling, uh, right? And then got here. The first audition he got was that '70s show. Wow. Yeah, but he shits the bed. No, I don't know. I just yeah. had to say, do, I I had to to say something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. We never know. We just right. never know what it would take it to the on. next level. You know, I mean, <laughs> everybody makes it look like they have, they, like they had it easy or whatever. But, you just never know. Yeah. You really don't. You know, and you, know, and you yeah. never know, like, the challenges he had post his success, if there was, right. like, a... Yeah, the know, runway modeling and all that. Yeah, yeah. his okay, super handsome maybe he twin brother. You know. to Milan. Yeah. Uh, maybe he never having, should have Okay, all right. That was a bad example. Demi Moore. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunate for him. Terrible. What a horrible thing. I'm convinced something. There's something. He had a kink somewhere. There's got to be something. But but this is interesting about you because you you do just it looks so organic and natural and you just make it look like just effortless. Now, How long have you been doing it? So I think I became a comedy store regular in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. I Your so, name is on the wall. My name is on the wall. I I 
I was working at, this is before I, I worked at the improv. Actually, I went to the comedy store because I just said, you know, if I just put myself, I have, I, I'm a firm believer that if I just put myself, like, I love the octopus. You know, you put yourself in the environment and, you know, you change. You, right. You, you, you know, like a bit of a chameleon. My mother mm-hmm. was very much the same way, mm-hmm. you know. Like, if you called my house and you had a British accent, you're like, hello, it was Justin there. And she'd be like, hey, one moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I know switching. I got that from my mother. Yeah. yeah. You know, I almost got that mother, you know. Yeah. Right. I had a friend who was Haitian. He'd be like, hey, why? I can't get to Wubbly. Is you saying hello? And she'd be like, one moment, please. And I was like, mom, you're embarrassing me. Herself. No, no, no. He appreciates <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's she's what saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. She pre- he, he appreciates that. No, mom, he, he doesn't. <laughs> so, um, but I figured that if I just put myself into a situation that I can just figure it out. And that's pretty much what I did. I went to the comedy store and I forget who. It was these two really big dudes that were working there. And I came up in the middle of the day and I said, do you mind if I get a job here? Can I get a job? Do you mind? Can I get a job here? And they're like, are you a comic? And I was like, uh, no, but I want to be. Have you ever told jokes before? No. And they're like, fuck out of here. <laughs> See, now back and in then the they day. laughed. And, oh. and I was like, oh my and, God. It was like right. literally as if they just took a pile of shit and stuffed it into my mouth and said, get the fuck out of here. culture hasn't yeah. changed And there, back in the way. day, that's what the, that you would have gotten hired right away at the improv. Right, because back in the day they weren't hiring comedians or door. They weren't hiring doorman and busboys and people that wanted to be stand-ups. Right, they yeah. avoided that. That Bud's whole thing was like, no, I don't want stand-ups working my door. Right. You so know? I then I went down to the improv. Ah. So I said, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> went down to the improv, but I didn't really talk much about like what I was doing, and so I went down and they said, okay, well we're actually hiring. <laughs> they're always hiring and I was like okay and they're like what do you want to do and they're like do you want to be a waiter and I started thinking I was like do I really want to like I'm really bad at waitering every waitering job I've had I've been fired yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just not going to work out yeah <laughs> with sales yeah I will I will get I will get booted out of this town um, I will fuck someone up. <laughs> and they were like, do you want to be a doorman? And I was like, well, that's kind of away from the action. And I don't feel like the, I'm not the authoritarian type. I don't want to help. I don't want to look at people's IDs. Right. I don't, you know, and just like pretend like I'm, I have to, like, first of all, I'm really bad at math. So for me to have to figure out the date, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I got to subtract, there's a fraction involved. <laughs> You know, divide I, the year into like four. I'm still pulling out my phone when I'm doing twenty percent. Right. Right, yeah, see. I'm still doing that. I'd have to pull out a fucking chart and be like, "Okay, you're you're a month too early." Right? Sorry, that was way too. Many, yeah. yeah, I can't do that. Me too. Uh, yeah, and you're away from the action, right? Oh, so then gosh. I was like, uh, "They're like, well, the other job is uh, is a uh, busboy," and I was like, "Yeah, I can do that." Hmm. So I worked as a busboy. Mm-hmm. And I've worked under, and this is, and this is, um, I, I get a little verklempt because Antonio sure. is my mentor. So when I do win an award, there's two people that I'm, I am immediately going to hope, uh, Emily Hope Webster right, and Antonio. I don't even know Antonio's last name, but he calls me Chester. So, you know, uh, uh. he, uh, 
look the same 20 years ago as he does now. He looked the same 35 years ago right. yeah. as he does now. And so he still ex- moves around. Let's, ex- let's, explain, let's explain who, who Antonio, Antonio is. is. So what a lot of people don't know is uh, that the improv has uh, been around for 50 years in L.A. And um, there's a gentleman who works there. His name is Antonio. And Antonio has been a, he was a busboy. Now he's serving mm-hmm. and doing everything in the kitchen. But he was like Antonio the busboy. But everybody loved Antonio, one of the nicest guys on the planet. And uh, Bud and Mark took him in, made him a member of the family. And when they did a deal to give the ownership to another restaurant company, they've since reverted back. But at that time, they wrote Antonio into the deal. That Antonio owned like a half a percent. They gave him a half a percent of the business. And he could never be fired. I love what? that. Yes. I love that. Rich knows all this. Yes. The what? Of everything. Yeah. That know. is amazing. It yeah. is. See, that's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right on, bud. Antonio yeah. can We're, never be and fired. And is that also Mark Lano as well? Him and Mark. Yeah. Yep. Dynamite. Him and Dynamite Mark. cat, Mark Mark's going to be at my show Wednesday night. I love him. Yeah. I they passed him. me in 92 and changed my whole life. And right. that's when I started learning about the culture at the improv, you yeah. know, and like Eddie Burke. Yeah. You know, is he written as well or kind of? No, nope. nope. But Eddie was there 33 years. Right. You know, Eddie used to tend bar with, um, uh, what's his name from CBS? Uh, 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 no, not Kevin Nealon. No, no, not no. Kevin Nealon was a bartender also before Eddie. So funny. Before Eddie, before Eddie and the actual at that time, who's Con- not Connie Chung? What's who's the woman who? Dan Rather. No, who's the woman who hosts <laughs> Big Perry? Brother? Uh, Julie Chen. Julie Chen. Julie Chen's husband is like the president of CBS. And wow, I'm, and he was a bartender. Um, Him and Kevin Nealon were the bartenders at the end. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why all of a sudden I'm forgetting his Didn't mind. he get in a lot of hot water recently with he, the Me Too uh, bullshit? I am quite uh, sure he did. All right, so, so we're talking about Justin. So right. so I worked yeah. I worked there. I worked under Antonio right. around 98. And um, it was run by uh, the managers. It was... It was uh, two guys. It was uh, Tony. Uh, uh, one guy whose name is Frank, who was yeah. the showroom manager, yeah. short little guy with the ponytail, uh-huh. and his brother. Um, John Rizza, who's one of my best friends. John. Yeah. Frank Rizza was crazy. Yeah. Frank was crazy. Yeah. John was his older brother. John's, uh, John's John one of my, fired me. John's one of my best oh, friends. Oh, no. John, John fired me because I beat up Frank. I talked to oh, John today, shit. just so Why'd you know. Why'd you beat up Frank? Because Frank wanted to... Frank's got a big mouth. Frank started a fight with me. Yeah. And you won. And I was like, Frank, this is not the time or the place. Are you busting tables or you're a comic? So this is the 90s. This is before 2000. This is 98. Yeah. The year before John, two years before John moved back to New York. Right. I spoke to him today. John's one of my best friends in the whole world. So tell him I say hi. I will. You have to tell He's, him. Uh, I will. You know, Justin was hilarious. fired for course, fighting yeah. Frank. He actually was the first person to ever say semantics to me. And I was like, <laughs> I had to go back and look that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Rizzo sounds like, you know, he, he, and I love John. Like I said, he's one of my best friends in the whole world. Yeah. But he sounds like, you know, hey, New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. But hey, he's really yeah, yeah. well read, super articulate, yeah. whip smart. 
He, uh, but you know, even though he said semantics, I did go back home and I was like, I don't know if he used that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, that. Just, Who had the but, semantics but and tell him, I, sauce. tell him I say hi. <laughs> so you got fired. Like the bus boy that beat up his brother. I will. I'll let him know. <laughs> it's a movie. You got fired as a bus boy or you got fired as a comic? I got fired as a bus boy. Okay. So I worked kept- there in 98 and then, um, and then Frank, you know, I mean, it's I, mean, I was there five cool. nights a week when I was off the road in '98. Yeah. How did we not? You, you I don't guys, know. you for sure did. Yeah, we for sure I, crossed. Sure. We had paths. to have. I was working there five days a week. Yeah. John was yeah. a waiter, like in John good, was the in, waiter was in good standing. I was, was serving thin. champagne to Bud every time right. he come every, in. With, uh, what's her name from Kings of, Kings of Queens? Uh, what's her name? Um, yeah, I know. Leah. Leah. You know, she would look at me. Oh, he's cute. And Jim McCauley. Jim McCauley from the Tonight Show was there almost every night. And we'd all want to sit with Bud at the round table. Yeah, yeah. you said, and it had the elevated floor. It had the elevated and, and, floor and, 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 and the second staircase that yeah. came down in the corner. Oh, and, 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 you know, every time you walked in there, whenever Bud was in there, it was like you, you felt like there was like the girl from Ipanema was playing in the background. Because know? he was the he was the man. He yeah. held a lot he, of authenticity. He, yeah. he was and the man, only, especially he, for he, the he, improv he as a whole. A disco still. You yeah, know, there was like neat. a certain I something at Gravitas about him that was just like he carried decades. Justin, please, as a tale. If you don't mind busting that for me, please. But you know, you really have uh, that je ne sais quoi. Um, I don't speak French, you do, so you can correct my, uh, you know, but that was, that's really kind of your, you have that thing. And I said that before, it's kind of a, a common, repeated statement from people that are affiliated with you and we share a manager thank mm-hmm. you for that by the way you do? oh share, wait you guys yep, share, we share a man- manager and we share an agent yeah oh that's so funny that's hilarious yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but our yeah. manager said that about you yeah. and people that like you just you have that it factor and and if it sounds like you do you did inherit that from your parents yep. but it's one thing to inherit and, and have the thing and a lot of people don't do anything about that thing Right. But you actually did build upon it, you know, and now you have these skills and you have the stand-up comedy, your name's on the wall. Like, it, you were doing comedy for under 10 years yeah. when you got your name on the wall at Comedy Store. So that just goes to show that you have to have a little something more than hard work yeah. to get your name on the wall for under, t- for, for being, like, what, seven years in? Was yeah. Tommy there when that happened? Was that yeah. Tommy's reign? Yeah. Tommy was there. Tommy was insane. I mean, that's yeah. rare, Justin. Hey, like, Justin. that's really, really rare. <laughs> it's a huge accomplishment. I, 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 Thank you. I would like to go back, actually, if we may, but prior to the stand up. Can we get back to me beating up Frank? Yeah, yeah well, I want to hear it. With that. Yeah, can we hear it? No, I want to finish with that. But uh, no, you were you were telling us the story about when you were trying to get into the country because you got into Strasbourg. Yeah. In New York. Yeah. I never wound up going. I, I, I walked around the school. Maybe you know, it, it just, I just didn't smell right to me. Right. It, it was a lot of kids who clearly came from a lot of money. Right. And um, they had an arrogance about them, which I soon learned um, to be. I was kind of correct as I was working at Ernie's over on uh, Columbus. Uh, was it not Columbus? Uh, what's the one block over Columbus? The diner? Columbus, Columbus, Amsterdam, Amsterdam and Broadway. Right. So, so it was like 75th and Broadway. Oh, right Cause, by... Because I was working at uh, Equinox Gym around, right. the, around the corner as well. And, uh, and they That's would, right by Stand Up New York. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they had like that same uh, AMDA, whatever, you know, that 
school, Lambda, Amda, oh, American, American Museum yeah, Academy yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of Dramatic Arts. And they'd come in, and these kids would come in and be like, fill up my wine. Oh, and I was man. like, no, it's a goblet, bitch. You know what's yeah, funny? Yeah, <laughs> I studied yeah, yeah. at Strasbourg and left there to go study with Stella Adler. And the, one of the biggest differences See, I said I was... I would have liked to have done that. Well, I got to work with Stella, but one of the differences... Well, people say, well, what was the difference? I'd say, first and foremost, no air conditioning. Stella didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Sweat it out, it, folks. It's, not, it's about the work. Yeah. You're late, you don't get in. You're yeah. hot, I don't want to hear about fuck it. Like off. She really raised the bar on you. Yeah. So did you study in New York then? Like, if you didn't study at Strasbourg, yeah. did you study in New I York? I studied with... Um, a gentleman who worked, his name will come up to me in a second. Um, uh, oh, uh, Ron Stetson. <laughs> um, he worked at uh, Circle in the Square. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he started his own. And um, it was really, that was eye-opening for me. There was, uh, there was a lot of things where from my childhood started coming up where I was like, oh, shit. And then I realized that I had to get a grasp on that. That's when I started journaling a lot. Right. And because um, I didn't really seek therapy or anything like that. I, you know, I, not that I was avoiding it. I just didn't know that that was, you know, available. So I just did a lot of journal, journaling, mm-hmm. which I do now. Me too. Smart. And uh, artist way. The artist way. Yeah. yeah Julie that was Cameron. Right. In New York City. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Julie I got Cameron into that got time. me. So I will, I, I will like to give a shout out to Julia Cameron, <laughs> who, I, I, who actually life. saved my life yeah. in 90, 93, uh, 96. I was around, ni- I was 96. Yeah, 96 in when New I York came to City LA. doing, okay, I was and, still in New York And that's then. why I would say Julia yeah. Cameron actually helped me get into the comedy store. Right. So, wow, that's a revelation I and, just we just made right and, now. And I tell yeah. you, oh, I'm sorry, but I, I it really is a timeless read. And I recommend every creative read it. If you're creative, it doesn't matter if you're a musician, a poet, act doesn't matter. The artist's way is a must read. Yeah. Yeah. The artist's way is a must read. The artist's way. Julia Cameron. So when you were studying acting, you you wanted to go to New York, you wanted to be an actor, you wanted to study acting. Had you thought about stand up at that point? When I moved to Canada, um, when I moved to New York, um, I wanted to be an actor. I went in under, um, you know, I would say the guys of, uh, as a model because I really hated modeling. I thought right. it was just like I couldn't handle the whole thing. The people I were it was too just, stupid. It was it was too stupid. Too stupid. Was too I stupid. did print modeling. I know it was too stupid. I it love it stupid. and I still do it. So thanks yeah, a lot. She yeah. does. I love it. Yeah. I would, I would I go really back to love print. It. I would go back to doing print just, just because work's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work is work, and, yeah, and, and so would I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the crafty. But when it's when it's, when it's when it's all you've got, when it's all you've got, that is, I, I love it as a side hustle. Right. I would totally do it. If somebody said, "Put on this Burberry jacket and prance up and down this aisle," I'd be like, "100 percent." Right. So you did runway stuff. I did some runway. I was too short for runway. Yeah, you're was, very tall. How tall are you? Six print. one and a half. You're six one and a half. I had to throw in the half right. like I'm like. But seven you do years look old. taller than that. See, I don't I'm know only five nine, six wear, three with ego. You, six three. You, with is ego. that yeah. what? Yeah. Do you wear heels? I'm or? six nine with Phoenix Phoenix rising. So you're, st- so, so you're studying, you're, you're doing journaling, so you're in New, New York, York City, do it, yeah. living the poetic dream. Living the poetic dream. And, and then I was also personal training and then I was studying, uh, you know, to be a physical therapist and Smart. I was working with a physical therapist Very and Smart. I became a flexibility your shit technician. Together. Yeah. Getting your shit together. I was making a lot of money. Yeah. And then I was doing under five work for mm-hmm. As the World Turns. And passions, right? Okay. I remember passions. Yeah, certainly. I was doing under five work for them, and 
And then, um, and then I booked a commercial, and that's how I. Uh, so you were after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how yeah. I got that's into SAG. I, got after into SAG. I yeah. was in soap. I was after. Right. I was yeah. after. That we was all, my. We all started was, in soap. That was my parent union. That's right. That's right. I was. So yeah, and that's just before, <laughs> obviously, before after and SAG. Yeah, merged. Uh, merged. merged. And um, and then uh, and then I decided to make the move to LA in '96, and so '98 working at. Um, at the improv and mm -hmm. then, um, <laughs> beating up Frank Rizzo. <laughs> so, you know, Jay, right? You sure. Know, I was so, the day Jay got hired. So Jay and I John trained him. We're at the, we're at the, we're at, um, Lorena's, one of the waitresses. Has I Lorena. remember Loretta. Remember Lorena? Sure. Oh God. I loved Loretta. Lorena, if you're listening to this, I think you're always amazing. Loretta, if you're listening to this, you know that we all we love Loretta, you. Loretta, I we never met you, you and amazing. I think you're amazing. I want to so. hold hands with you and Trina and uh, Loretta. Remember Trina? Of course, I remember Trina. Let's so listen to some Loretta. Loretta, Loretta and Trina's house. They had a. They, I think they were living together. Well, you weren't still working there when Santa Monica opened, were you? No. Okay. No, no, no. This is '98. Oh yeah, so Santa Monica had already opened and just about closed right around then. Right. Yeah. So then, Loretta uh, was in Santa Monica too for a while. So Jay and I were at the uh, we're at the uh, the punch bowl, if you will, like, <laughs> you know, eating dip, and I was wearing a it was Halloween '98, and I was wearing a really nice um, suede leather jacket that a friend of mine left who was here in LA. He left it behind, and I was like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm gonna wear this." Thing. <laughs> nice. But the thing is that it was like one of those those jackets where like the sleeves were stitched. With Ooh. thick leather, you know, oh, wow. so all you know, like all you had to do is like snip it once and then rip the sleeve right. off, and it was ruined. So there's no way that I would ever want to ruin this thing. And Frank was just all but my business that night. Oh boy! And Jay will attest to it. You should have him on Your the witness. show for whenever you want to talk Jay about. Might crazy be fun stuff. to have. I think he'd be great. Um, he was like, I don't know what's up with Frank, man, but Frank, he he, he wants to get down. And Frank just pretty much approached me. He was like, you, me, outside. And I was like, Frank, I don't want to do this. Right. I don't want to do this, Frank, because I am Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of people don't know the, the uh, yeah. they don't know it that. Canadians, we know how to scrap. Yeah. Mm. And you have to learn how to scrap when you're like. That's very Look. much like Michigan. Yeah. Yes. You are scrappers. Yes. Good scrappers. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. No guns, no knives. Yeah. Our hands, Knock baby. the shit out of one another and then go back inside <laughs> right. and have a beer, eh? See, we're New Yorkers. We just think the accent is going to scare you off. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. <laughs> and it does. And it does. And that's the beauty, that's the beauty of New York. New York, right. like, fuck you. Fuck you. Flash the finger. Fuck you. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. No. Fuck and, you. Yeah, and we give the full finger. Yeah, we don't yeah, know yeah. that half yeah, shit. Yeah, none of this shit. We give the Full yeah, fucking yeah. thing, but yeah, yeah. you know I'll when you're your from Michigan, it, uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound that you're intimidating, on. you know. <laughs> so Frank was like, "Let's go outside." So I was like, "Okay." I gotta say, it was probably the most latent homosexual fight ever that I've <laughs> ever been in. I mean, we're talking Patty Chayaski late. Oh, really? You know, Who came just, first? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, first of all, it's October, okay, and it's a little chilly, but. I'm not going to ruin this fine leather jacket. Oh, it was all about the I, jacket. I took the jacket off, and then I looked underneath, and I was wearing this silk shirt that's got, like, an Indian print on it. So you took the shirt off. I had to take the shirt <laughs> off. <laughs> Frank oh. takes off his jacket. I I don't know if he was shirtless, but he, he looked kind of bare. But he did take his pants off. He did take his <laughs> pants off. <laughs> 
I thought he was going to go like David Carradine, you know, master of kung fu, take off his shoes, you know, start doing that like heroin tai chi movement shit, you know. Right. I'm sorry, I missed this. Yeah, man. Really, this is and better than any comedy show at the it improv. Was so stupid. <laughs> this it is was, the lineup I'm talking about. It was so bad. There wasn't a punch thrown. It was just me bum rushing. I used to play rugby. Right. Bum rushing. <laughs> Frank. I grabbed one arm around his shoulder, around by his neck. And I took the other hand and I just went right in between his legs. And Ooh. there was a Toyota 4Runner on the side. I picked him up and I threw him into the back of the pickup truck. And then I pulled him out of the pickup truck. And then I threw him back in the pick, pickup truck. This is And then I said, Frank, we're done. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like the scene we just saw. The next morning I get to work and John says, I gotta I gotta talk to you. Come inside the office. Mm -hmm. So you go inside the improv now, this office. Was back, now this was back when the office was upstairs. upstairs. You had to go underneath. You gotta go underneath, underneath this thing. You gotta the, like And yeah. the office was just this it's where the green room is now. You gotta go under this wall, which is like upstairs, the green room. Okay. You, you got a limbo. Limbo You this, had a limbo this, into this the beam, office. Into this beam. Like, what the fuck is Rita doing every day? You know, like at that this time. This was before Rita. Rita was She was coming around then. Right. She oh, was okay. still in Arizona at the Tempe Improv, though. Right. But she would come in, but John was still running the show. Right. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she, I mean, that's how I met her. She'd call me Justy Westy, you know? Oh, that's one of Rita. her favorites. Yeah. Like and, uh, and he was like, uh, you know, he sat back. You I'm going to call you Busty Justy. <laughs> she like, she you, calls uh, me Hey You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there yet with yeah, Rita, right. evidently. Yeah. Hey, hey, man. It's a, hey, you, hey, man. But anyway. So, uh, yeah, so he fired me right there. That Shit. was it. He was like, and he yeah. sat there like he was fucking Tony Soprano, you know? He is, he's kind of got that he's persona. Got, Sarah's still. met him. He's, yeah. he's I like him. Yeah, I yeah. do. I met him he's, a few times. He is one of my best friends in the yeah. whole I like world. Him. We spent three weeks in Italy together yeah. last year. I got nothing wrong with him. No. I mean, he fired me. I was fact, like, I've never had well, a right yeah, with him. Get, if you want, I'll call him and get you your job back. If you want to go back to busing at the airport, I got you covered. I got you covered. I almost would, but I would have to document it. Okay, well, I tell I can't do it for free. So at some point you you married a beautiful woman. You have two beautiful kids. Yeah. When so and and your wife is a a commercial a casting director for commercials. Yeah, or not so much anymore. She she okay. used to do. She was Jane Doe casting, but Jane right. Doe not, yeah. not so much anymore. Now she's she's doing her own thing. She's kind of moving away from that now. Okay, and she's going into her own uh, Yazzie's butter. Really? It's a salve. Cool. It's a salve. It's a yeah. salve. A salve. Oh, right. well, a salve. We need ointments. Which is yeah. like an ointment. Yeah, yeah. we need so ointments. So she's out of casting. Okay, so great for your head. And you're going to stay I with her? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's it. Done. <laughs> yeah. No, we, um, we, we, you know, it's funny. Like, we only worked with each other, like, you know, we've been together for over 25 years. Right. We've only worked with each other, like, a handful of times. It's it's wild. How did you meet? Met in New York, actually, on the first commercial that we were doing. I, I had a feeling. So the yeah. first commercial was um, she was assistant to Mimi Webb Miller. And Mimi Webb Miller, who's now, like, she's always been a dear friend of ours. Um, Yasmin was working uh, with my sister at Propaganda Films, you know, and Propaganda mm -hmm. Films back when the day well, was they were like, massive. you know, Michael Bay and all right. those cats. And she was like, I'm going to New York. I'm, my side hustle, she was telling, is is casting. So uh, I'm going to New York. Do you know anybody in New York? My sister was like, yeah, go see my, my brother. 
And so uh, she calls me up and she's like, hey, I'm Jas- uh, hey, I'm Yasmin. I'm going to be coming to New York. Do you want to get together? And I'm like, yeah, sure. All right, cool. Whatever. I'm, I'm a friend of your sister's. She, she has a voice like this. Oh, Where is wow. she from? Yeah, Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Okay. Hi. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I'm waiting outside the W Hotel or the West 44th Hotel. Sure. And uh, she comes up to me and apparently Mimi Webb Miller saw me standing outside and said, who's that? Get him on tape. We want him to be auditioning for this Levi Stalkers ad. Wow. Yeah. Look. So she, so Yasmin comes up to me, and I'm waiting for her. And she says, hi, sorry, to, but do you want to be in a commercial? <laughs> and I looked at her, and I was like, Yasmin? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm Justin. She's like, oh. <laughs> You're hired. So then it was for Carlton Chase. I can't believe I'm remembering all these names. But uh, it was for Carlton, Carlton Chase, the director, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and yeah, I, I I booked a Levi Stalkers ad and made about like um, close to eighty grand on that back in the day when he that used to make to make money yeah. on commercials. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Wow. One cycle and done. One cycle and done. Yeah. You know? But I went to Europe. Yeah, to make a commercial. You That's know what nice. I mean? I was twenty four years wow. old, making eighty thousand dollars. And you just met the love of your life. And I met the love of my life. And, and then I met her mother. Bonus. You know? It was it was wild. Wow. Yeah. And then you had you had the babies. And we had the babies. That's a whole other story. That's like, oh my God. We can God. do that on the next time. But you yeah, seem yeah. to be very, like, I, I, you know, just looking at your Instagram, you seem very involved. Like, you're an involved dad. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're yeah. you Don't know. Don't believe that. everything you see on well, Instagram. Well, yeah. I, I know yeah, it's yeah, Instagram. Don't believe anything. <laughs> but but I you am. can kind of see through smoke and mirrors on social media. Yeah, and you I, can. I mean, Plus I was just, just things uh, that you've said in I was passing, just, uh, you know? I gave, gave my daughter's uh, basketball team a clinic, a basketball clinic yesterday. So I got them all to come to this uh, to this gym, which I'm not going to disclose. Right. Because this gym is a hole in the wall that nobody knows about. Okay. And inside, it's absolutely gorgeous. And it's $3 a month. It's like $10 a month for kids. Right. It's 45 for for adults, but it's got everything. That's Steam. nice. Uh, doesn't have doesn't have steam. It has showers. It has what they need. But it get, has what you need to, to work a, out yeah, and, and, and a fully a, functioning basketball level. court. I love that. Oh, yeah, yes. me too. I, I did. Are, I did. You're... I did different from what my dad did. That was the only thing. I, I always, yeah, you so... know, I bought a house. I have a, you know, I own property. I have mm-hmm, car, mm-hmm. dog. Don't beat the kids. Don't yeah, beat right. the wife. No, don't beat the dog. My father fought for two as him and only kid and, and the only first kid. thing and a fun and a whack and a mood and hard and you're funny and you're reliable and you show up. Yeah. And you're just with good. pizza, by the way. And he showed up he with showed pizza. Up with pizza. Who does yeah, that? Yeah, no one, come no on. We're at Let's let's open only that. Just pizza. Yeah, but and sauce. sauce. I like the sauce. sauce. Extra sauce. Sauce. Or as so they call it, gravy. <laughs> so let's just close with your acting for a minute because you are you were in a really. I mean, your credits are really cool because you you just have. First of all, you really are ethnically ambiguous, and I, I hate, really am. I know it's become a cliche term, yeah. but wow, you can't really. I really am. I, I you know sometimes I wish I was a little whiter or a little blacker. Just pick do, one. Do you think it would <laughs> <laughs> really like do you, a do you more think you just commit for just a little more Jew, a little more Palestinian? Because you really are in the middle of everything. Yeah, I'm really in the middle. Um, but it, you get the work, you get the jobs, man. Yeah, like you can. Commercially, okay. uh, commercially, I am, um, I'm, 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 I'm good with that. Uh-huh. Uh, theatrically, it's, it's, it's still a wall that I'm still, which I think, you know, the only way that I'm going to be able to people. do it is I got to just knock down that. I have to make my own, right? Which I'm doing, so I'm working on that. Well, so we I do. loved Dave. I Dave loved was you fun. and Dave. Yeah, 
Dave was fun. So great. Little dicky. Now, are you done with Dave? They're coming back for another season, right? Yeah, no, that was it. That uh, was that. It was only it was only one episode, but it was really interesting. You know, like I went in with the full intention is that. You know, I'm going to steal the show. And they're going to hire me. And, and they're, they're going to hire me. Three, me. Then they're going to give yeah. me six. Then they're going to make me a regular. I, I didn't, you know, I, Little Dicky and I, we had a, I, I, you know, I didn't have like a lot of lines, but I had to say penis. <laughs> and every See time. Penis. Penis. It was yeah. kind of fun. Penis. 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 And every time I said it, there was 10 takes where uh, Little Dicky just, he couldn't help it. And every time I would go, penis. And, and I would say it even lower, penis. And and he would just like I I was like I was fucking I had him by the nuts, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> that was it. For it him. was great. And for some reason, um, even though it was just one episode, uh, they put me in all the trailers, which was kind of cool. So I didn't steal the show. I would, you know, and it was with Jeff Schaefer, the right. director, mm-hmm. with Larry David. But but I was you know I was I was rewarded with you know Apple. You know, trailer ship. Right. Oh, and you you are a part of that the flavor fun. of that show for sure. That was fun. That yeah. was that was good. That was good. I got something else that's coming out now, which is and I know because we gotta wrap up soon. Yeah. But um we have um I have a show called Actors Night, which yes. um I think you're gonna be a part I'm of. I'm gonna be in it. Yeah. Yeah. And and Rich, if you're you know, I'll explain. So um Actors Night is an open mic for actors. It's over at the Lillian Theater. It's just one block east west rather one block west of vine on mm-hmm. lillian way in santa monica it's a beautiful theater and we're going to be in the 99 seat theater i originally was supposed to do it for three nights i'm bringing it down to one Good. uh because I've, i'm getting from everybody that three nights is just too much of a stretch for them but this is a great way for them to like wet their beak so it's either going to be on a tuesday or a wednesday which is april 11th or 12th people are going to come up they're going to do monologues I'm going to whittle it down to like only a, a few, but mainly it's scenes. People come up, they do a scene. There's no critique. There's going to be a full set that's a stage with furniture. You bring right. your clothes, props, whatever you want. I'll be hosting, bringing one in one act. The other one comes on. The other one comes, it comes off and it just a cycle. It's like Love TikTok it. of theater. Love beautiful. And, and beautiful uh, space. And beautiful space. You go to Justin Wade, nice. Justin wings, Wade, uh, on on um, on Instagram, <laughs> I'm so old. And, or you go to Actors Night, right? On Instagram, okay. And um, we've people. had some great people that have come out of there, uh, like all kinds of actors and actors that are now working. And what's amazing is that work begets work, as we all work know. begets, begets work. work. It's like in the beginning of the Bible, the Genesis. Yep. Oh yes, yes, you know? yes it does. And they begot them, and they begot. It's a whole lot of. Oh, you, you, yeah. There's a lot of begetting. There's a lot of begetting. A lot of begetting. That's a lot of begetting. Yeah. Yeah. which is how you get work in this town. You got to yeah. beget somebody. You got to beget yeah. somebody. <laughs> That's all. You got to beget. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, well, yeah. and it's not that I didn't want to perform for three nights. I was thrilled about that, but I know that we we discussed about getting people involved that were like celebrity guests, yeah. and it was those people that wouldn't commit to. Yeah, hard to get. Them for it's hard to get a, that was the only thing. Like we were no problem, right. you know. Yeah. But it was just we've like, got time. We we're not celebrities. Right. We're not. Ex- well, we're kind right. of like. In, in, we're, we're a little bit of celebrity. We got a little. Okay, we got forty whatever. listeners. Yeah, forty-one. All right. No, <laughs> no, we, no got we, we got a lot more than forty-two. We got a little chugga going. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yes, we do. We're getting going. Yeah, we are. Just gotta. But yeah, it's it's but to like but celebrity, you know right. that that's one night like is a good. whole other. Yeah, yeah. So one so. night was good. So I, I had to whittle it down. Also, just because it's just like it's 
Um, uh, what's her boy's name? Uh, Kita. Uh, Kita. Uh, Kita. Is he going to do Matt? Matt. Yep. Yeah. He's um, a good friend of ours. Great friend of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and very reliable, talented. Yeah, he's going to bring his cameras. So he's so we're gonna good. Have three cam- we're we're, good. we're discu- in discussion about having three cameras. Mm-hmm. And um and even one in the middle on a track on a five five foot track right and um we need a dolly grip and uh, one of the dolly grip <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dolly yeah, grip. yeah. <laughs> and uh, but he's got all of that yes you know? he does and, he, and, he, he shot my special well he was part of the team that shot my special right yeah and, and he, he films I, I met him at your show bottle the shock. bottle shock right he films every show and he's amazing what he did was. Out of this he world. He makes my show look good. I'm telling wow. you, he yeah. augments the status of my he show. Really shout out just, to Kita. Yeah. He's a good man. Kita, shout, out to, yeah. shout out to Kita Mascaro. Wow, yeah. Mascaro, yeah. Kita I Mascaro. mean, just absolutely dynamite. And we talked. Pod. We talked, and we met up at the theater, and he was like, I love it. I love it. And he, he's like taking it all in. He's The guy is real. And he's positive. He's positive. You know, he's great. Really supportive. Him. Yeah. Um, so, okay, fantastic. So, yeah, so those August, are your socials. August, and uh, August uh, I mean, April 11th or 12th. <laughs> okay. Um, and we'll, we'll promote gonna, it. It'll be on my LinkedIn. We're, we're all going to promote it. We're all going to be in there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're going to all of our socials we for that. We talked about a couple thoughts night. for scenes, actually. Yeah. A little bit of meat on the bone, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, we're yeah. excited. Be, you guys should do a scene separate and then bring somebody else in. Ooh, I like that challenge. Yeah, because everyone's going to expect of working us. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that challenge. Yeah, and you all heard it here on Dream and Dream. I've already been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do have to wrap it. I don't want do. to, but we, we can have we him do back. Have Will you wrap. come back? I would love it, to come I, back. Okay, you know. dynamite. And next time you can buy the pizza. Yeah, yeah, right. Pretty easy <laughs> podcast. We love it. Shout out to Pretty Easy Podcast for making oh, us good. making this easy and making us pretty. And but Alan always says, "Don't go over an hour." No one listens. So we went over a little, but it was just so fascinating. You're such a fascinating and guest. Shout out by the, so how do people find you? Justin Wings Wade at Gmail and I mean on Instagram on, and website. Uh, no website right, right now. Everything's okay. pretty much on IG okay. and right. Actors Night. That's what people are. And actors, actors Night actors on Instagram. Night. Okay, excellent. Well, and then how about a shout out to Nieto Senatiner? Yeah, thank Senatiner you, for thank you, Nieto this Malbec. Beautiful Malbec, and uh, one shout out to Corvin because we do use the Corvin yeah, in you, our Corvin. wine ventures. And, and we don't and 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 like your sister's uh, gym or the, the we don't say the we, name we of where we are because we, we don't want people to start exactly because it's so fabulous right? right so Justin we can't thank you enough yeah. for being thank on this really dynamite. this was really you, really brother, cool man. love you seriously and, 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 and look out and and watch Justin's comedy too he's so so funny a great great talent thanks for being here and thank you everyone for tuning in wait really quickly do you oh, have yeah? anything you need to promo anything you're doing coming up yeah I have a bunch of stuff coming up look at my website I do too look at mine shows yeah we got so, a ton of stuff uh, and you have a new up. website and i got so. a new website which is uh still richardchester.com but it's newly revamped and yeah, a and shout out to ahmad in oh, india ahmad, we love you <laughs> yeah um ahmad yeah really yeah. really wonderful ahmad uh, sharif who does oh, graphic design okay. love him so much you know i'm a junior yorker and uh, yeah, very yeah, yeah. very talented and patient with us thank yeah. you ahmad our websites we love them so richardchastler.com correct and sarahjholstead.com and that's where all of our shows there you go aside. And okay. thank you for listening to Drinking During Business Hours. We really appreciate you. We got to go. Bye.